You're listening to Market Boldly, a podcast for executives, brand managers, branch managers, marketing directors, and sales managers in distribution who want to build their brand, stimulate sales, and drive profits. I'm your host, Katrina Olson. Thanks for tuning in. My guest today is Ted Simpson, Vice President of Marketing for the Electrical Division of AD or Affiliated Distributors. With 580 members across seven different industries, AD is North America's largest marketing buying group for construction and industrial supplies. AD is passionate about bringing growth-oriented independent distributors and best-in-class suppliers together to outperform the market and to stay ahead of the competition. I met Ted Simpson and AD Marketing Manager Peggy Penjuke when Peggy called me about kicking off their marketing network session at AD's 2017 Electrical North American meeting in Dallas. Ted and I developed a presentation about trends in electrical marketing for their more than 100 attendees. So I'm thrilled to have Ted as my guest for this edition of Market Boldly. Welcome, Ted. Hey, thanks, Katrina. Uh, Ted has been, as I correct me if I'm wrong, Ted has been with AD for about two and a half years. Prior to that, he was head of marketing for the North American division of Philips Lighting, where he worked for nearly 16 years. So how did you get started in this industry? Well, uh, thanks for asking. I actually, I worked for Scott Paper Company right after college, and I stayed there for almost 10 years. Hmm. So one day, uh, one of my bosses from Scott Paper called me and asked me to come work at uh, Philips Lighting. At that time, Philips was developing a a value-added approach to their go-to-market, and in many ways it mirrored the work that we had done at Scott Paper Company in the late 80s. Was that a big change to you, for you, or was it um, pretty comfortable to go from Philips lighting to what you're doing now? Yeah, it's funny. You go from uh, toilet paper to to lighting, <laughs> and uh, but uh, actually the go to market was really similar. You're you're mm-hmm. going through professional distributions who have a lot of the same things on their minds. Hmm, okay, you've been at AD now for two and a half years. Um, can you tell me a little bit about the goal and mission of AD with regards to the electrical industry? Um, what do you hope to do or offer distributors and manufacturers through AD? Hmm. Well, uh, thanks for asking. Let's put it this way. Uh, AD is all about bringing growth-oriented uh, independent distributors and best-in-class suppliers together, you know, and, and what our work is all about winning in the marketplace. We... Um, we work to stay ahead of the competition with um, our marketing team and members to develop new programs and services. And, and many of our members, they don't have a dedicated resource or, or even some of them the time and money to do it alone. So we're really grateful to have the ability to, to work on their behalf to help them grow their businesses. Really, at the end of the day, it boils down to profitable growth. We're continually striving to outpace the market. Yeah, what a great opportunity for some of those members, like you said, who don't have those resources in-house. So I know you do a lot of things for your members. I, you hold annual meetings with uh, educational sessions, networking, booth meetings, and award show, and, and some more um, activities, I'm sure. Uh, when I spent time with some of your members in the marketing network groups, I was really impressed with their knowledge and expertise. I mean, they're, they're very eager to market and eager to try new things and to learn more about marketing. So besides the annual meeting, what are some of the other benefits you offer? for your members? Sure. At a high level, members benefit from increased buying power. You know, since now they're making purchases as part of a $34 billion community. Hmm. We also have the, they have the opportunity to participate in innovative programs, and, and I'll tell you about those in a bit. Great. We offer the industry's only 100% supplier rebate return. Uh, simply put, it means that every rebate dollar invested 
by our suppliers is passed back to our members. Oh, that's great. And of course, a big part of our value, it includes network sessions where members can provide, they, they have constructive feedback on issues they share. So mm -hmm. it's completely confidential with non-competing members. So there's a huge level of trust between our network groups. It's just amazing when you put like minds um, and really bright people together that are working on similar issues. It's arguably one of the, the highest valued elements of an AD membership. I believe that. And so um, what else do you do for members? I know there's more. Well, us along with our members, we have really strong relationships with some great suppliers across all industries. And so this gives our members access to high level managers. And oftentimes they get first look at new products and programs. Hmm. Uh, additionally, you know, as members grow, um, we find their HR needs change, and, and some don't know where to turn for HR services. So what we did, we developed a service that connects them with high-quality and cost-effective HR service providers, and it helps them recruit, retain, and develop talent. That is a huge challenge for these companies, isn't it? Yeah, it's probably one of our fastest-growing offerings. Huh. Of course, e-commerce, you know, e-commerce might be just the most famous topic in the electrical industry <laughs> and for good sure. reason, right? Sure. Um, so what we have is a member-driven e-commerce platform and it offers access to literally millions of enhanced SKUs across multiple industries at, at arguably the most affordable rates, as well as mm -hmm. cost-effective options for web storefronts and consulting services that help our members succeed in the digital world. Oh, very good. Yeah, finally, I probably should mention this, that we advocate for our members. Um, our executive staff gets to know members so we can understand like unique business needs and challenges and support them with uh, their relationships with our supplier partners. That's great. You guys really are a resource for members, aren't you? Not just a, something you join and then you know go to a meeting once in a while. Yeah, you know, we like to think of ourselves as an extension of their teams, and we want to keep mm -hmm. them up to speed with what's going on in the industry and in the world. Um, actually, that's why we asked you to give a crash course <laughs> on on industry trends. Uh, mm -hmm. You first, uh, Katrina, you first caught my attention through your articles in TED Magazine, and and then as I got to know you, I became more aware of, of your insights, and I was more and more eager to have you share them with our AD marketing community. Yeah, thank you for that. That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed meeting your members, and they were all so, as I said, so um, eager, you know, to learn and grow their businesses. Also, at your annual electrical meeting in September, we talked about trends um, that are affecting the uh, distributor marketers right now and, and distributors in general and manufacturers. And some of those were digital transformation and big data, which is huge, analytics for everything from uh, email campaigns to social media, customer experience and CRM systems, marketing automation, content marketing, mobile strategy, video, and the internet of things. Which of these are you most excited about or actively dealing with or responding to at mm -hmm. AD? Well, you know, all of them are interesting and, and I really believe that, that most will have a lot of play in our industry. But, but if you're asking me or you're forcing me, it sounds like, to pick, I'd, I am. <laughs> I'd say anything relating to uh, digital marketing and analytics. Um, yeah. Well, mostly because of the potential reach and the ability to evaluate the results virtually and really virtually in real time with hard data and analytics. So, so it empowers better decision making in the future. 
Yeah, and I know you mentioned, and you sent me some information about AD's new digital demand generation program for members. That sounds like a huge member benefit. Um, I read the overview you sent me, and it's a pretty slick program, but I'm sure you can explain it better than I can. So do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, Let's start with the goal. The goal is to drive traffic to our members' websites and businesses through through the use of, of Google AdWords, using specific search-friendly keywords that relate to every major electrical product category. As part of the program, we also provide monthly reports on trending AdWords, as well as the number of leads directed to a website or a branch phone or directions provided to a branch. Well, that's really interesting. So how do you make sure that the ads reach potential customers in your members' markets? We use geotargeting, and that enables us to serve up ads to folks searching for these products where our members are located. Hmm. Yeah, and we choose the time of day, running ads when we know contractors are in a buying mode. Mm-hmm. And we deliver the ads to people searching on their phones, tablets, laptops, and desktops. To get a little more specific, uh, how does this work? It's actually pretty simple. Um, what happens is our AdWords drive people to an AD landing page mm-hmm. that helps help those people find the members closest to them within a 20-mile radius. It's, um, I always liken it to Yelp, um, a Yelp page because it lists our members' branches closest to furthest away. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the prospect can click to call the local branch. They could click to go to their website or they could click to simply get directions. Wow. Yeah, it's an important note is that we've mapped our tool to our members' website, to their product page that best matches the AdWord. Uh, I think this is really important because it's, it's a part of the aspect of an efficient user experience. You know, the last thing you want is if I'm looking for um, lighting fixtures, mm-hmm. I want to go to the lighting fixture page on the members' website. Oh, I see. So it takes them to the direct page instead of to that uh, company's homepage, website homepage. Exactly. And what we find... Oh, that's neat. Yeah, it, it's so it, it's really helpful in the search. Mm-hmm. Um, something else we do is is because it's digital, you continually learn. So mm-hmm. so as an example, for every ad group, we have three versions, and so what we do is we learn as we go, and so we favor the version that works best for each of the ad groups, and then we pause ad groups that aren't aren't performing as well. So you you are constantly updating the ads, the the content and the ads themselves. Yeah, it's almost like you're managing, like, I don't know, like a... It's like an A-B test. It's like a split test or an A-B test, right? That's exactly what it is. And I always think of, like, our our words that we're buying almost like a a portfolio, right? So so every day Mm -hmm. you're looking at your portfolio and you're managing it and you're you're putting more towards the ones that are investing or performing the best. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, strategically you, you have a... You're putting more towards certain categories that are that are performing better than others. And isn't that going to be interesting over time to see how those high-performing keywords change? And even if there's a variance from day to day or week to week or time of the year, you're going to have, are you going to be able to warehouse all that information and look back and analyze it? Yeah, so, so that might be one of the most valuable parts to this for, for both members and suppliers because, you know, as part of the reporting, you know, they can see the popularity of these AdWords. Mm-hmm. And so, like, imagine, right, if, if you're a member and you're developing your website and you're developing your taxonomy, uh-huh. it's great information to know what you want to put forward and, uh-huh. and what you want to emphasize more. And if you're, if you're a supplier and you're wondering what's driving traffic, what, uh-huh. what type of hook is driving the traffic, it's great information for those guys as well. 
So your members could actually learn from this as well. I know you're going to report to them, but they could, when they're building their websites and they're tagging pages or whatever, they could use those same keywords to tag their website pages or any efforts that they do using email or, or digital advertising or social media advertising. Is, is that true? Yeah, it's, it's it, to me, I look at it just a high level view. It's just good information to have. If you were going to start something, right, you would want to know what the most popular searches are. Yeah. And so that helps you with your architecture. And what do you charge members for this? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's, it's free. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, what a strange question to ask. <laughs> it's actually free to our members. Um, oh, so, great. So it's, a, it's at a no charge. So, so it's something we put together because, you know, it, it ties so well to the e-commerce. And I think of it as a one-two punch, right? If you're getting mm -hmm. yourself up and running on the Internet and you're going to sell over the Internet, uh, part of that is getting people to come to your page. And, and arguably, mm -hmm. that's one of the hardest parts. So, so for us, it's just that important that we're investing in it so that our members can get this free of charge. Yeah, what a great benefit. And this is not to necessarily replace something might, they might do themselves, but maybe to supplement it. I mean, for some, maybe it's maybe it might be all they do. I hope not. But it certainly can supplement their existing marketing strategies, right? Exactly. Yeah. So when did you kick this off, this digital demand generation program? And do you have any indication yet of how it's going? Sure. Um, this is the part that amazes me. It's just I find it astonishing. So our ads are appearing over four million times a month. You know, and so just we've already sent over six. Actually, the latest is there's 8,000 leads to over 1,300 branches since we started this in early July. Wow. Yeah, and that's impressive. Well, and the cool thing is too, to your point earlier, that that our national campaign also plays well with local campaigns. Mm -hmm. So what our hope is that we inspire more of our members to explore their digital marketing efforts that that complement well to this national program. Yeah, you know what would be fun at uh, your next year's uh, meeting is to do a quick, like, 15-minute pre presentation. And, you know, here's what we did last year with this demand generation program. Here's how many leads we forwarded. Here, you know, just do a, I don't know, like a quick summary so they see the benefit and maybe can learn some, you know, tips and tricks and ideas for their own marketing. That would be a cool little presentation. Are you planning to do that? Are you going to do that, do you think? Yeah, we'll do that. And, and what we do also, Katrina, is we, we touch base with them along the way, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're, we're always interested, right? If you're investing a lot of time and energy to send leads to, to somebody's website. Mm -hmm. so, so what we do is we, we want to match up, you know? So, so if we send 500 leads to somebody's website, then we're connecting back continuously and saying, okay, did you see that on your side? You know, at the end of the day, when a member does their Google Analytics, mm -hmm. our goal is to be one of the top 10 drivers to their website, right? Because that's, that's a hard goal that you can kind of measure. Yeah, and is there any way for you to follow through with them and see what percentage of those leads converted to customers or sales, or is that just getting too deep into their business, do you think? That's always the big question, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. like they, they always say, you know, I, I had... What's the John Wanamaker that said that um, <laughs> half. Half, my, half my marketing's wasted? I just don't know don't which know half. half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so this is, that's the idea is from our side of it. Because we're working on different platforms, mm -hmm. we're, we're tracking the leads in. And then and this is this side of the service. We're just, we can track that. And so the idea is that um, you can do different, different metrics to say maybe um, a third of these 
turn into a sale or 10% mm-hmm. of it. So we kind of do a, a sliding scale just, yeah. just for conversation, but it's not really hard data. Yeah, it's not hard, it's not hard scientific data. Yeah, right. I get it. I'm really impressed that you knew that John Wanamaker quote. <laughs> <laughs> did you learn that in school or how did you pick that up? Do you remember? I, I, so it's something that's um, I hear from my boss um, because it, he, he was, um, he's been in marketing a lot of years too. Unfortunately, usually that's before you do budgets, and that's usually when you have the discussion of what is going to get eliminated from the budget. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sadly. You know, I I really am hoping and thinking and anticipating that the more we work with data and analytics and like what you're doing with your demand generation program, I want to see that get to like only 25% of my, no, only or 75% of my advertising works, I, I don't know. You know, it seems like we should be able to change that percentage with the tools yeah. and information we have available now. So we'll, yeah. we'll see if that happens. I, I agree. Yeah, hopefully. Okay, so uh, switching gears a little bit, um, when I was at your North American Electrical Meeting in Dallas, um, several members asked me about building a marketing team, and I, I slide this into most of my presentations because I know it's a question, and it's funny, whenever I mention this, the notebooks come out, the cameras come out and take a picture of the slide, and the eyes light up. Um, so I know that a lot of these companies are trying to figure out that balance. Um, what functions they need to cover, what positions, uh, what do you picture, and thinking like maybe a distributor uh, or manufacturer, what do you see as a marketing dream team? Hmm. What a great question. I guess I would preface my remarks by saying that every business is different. So, so for me, I'd start with leadership and capabilities. So, mm-hmm. so what that means is, A, you start with a leader, you know, or, or what I'll call like the marketing champion. And this would be the person responsible for the strategy and the plan. So, so this is pr- someone that really, they need to have the ability to think a year or two, maybe even three in advance, and, mm-hmm. and consider new technologies along the way. Um, the other thing I'd say, it's, it's really important that this person can sell the plan to the leadership of the company, and, and then to get the plan embedded into relevant cross-functional plans. You know, So as an example, if your plan calls for new product sales, and, and it's important, Right, you got to make sure that your sales team has a matching objective. Yeah, and then if it's really big, right, you got to make sure that your service offers reflect your ambition. So, so that's what I mean about having somebody that has that leadership and vision to be able to have the the clout within the organization too to sell it and embed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, like you need to have a, a resourcing plan that enables your plan. Right, it's one thing to make a plan. Right, what are they? Mm-hmm. Now, there was another quote, like they say that um, um, action without vision is a, um, is a daydream. Or vision without action is a daydream? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Vision without action is a daydream, and then action without vision is a nightmare, right? So, uh. so right? <laughs> So, oh, I'm totally stealing that. I'm going to use that now. Well, Thanks. Well, well, right. So, so you got to have the plan, and then you got to resource the plan, and then from a practical standpoint, right? You need somebody. You got to ensure that the work gets done. And so, for for a mm-hmm. lot of businesses, it's one in the same, right? The leader is the doer. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also in today's age, you know, like you have to have some kind of research. Um, and so that's, mm-hmm. you might be looking at the different segments, audience segments, or maybe target markets, mm-hmm. or, or understanding your competitors, or, or even potential markets. But your, your plan, 
it has to be somewhat outside in, right? Otherwise, you're just you're just yeah. thinking the same things. Doing the same things every year because you did them last year without really thinking about why you did them. Yeah. Exactly. So 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 bringing something to the party, and then you need the communication. So that's you know today, right? You, you'll need somebody that can write, mm-hmm. and, and maybe somebody that has some graphic mm-hmm. and digital design elements. Yeah. And, and technology, they, they really need to understand the technologies to be able to make it happen. Right. Um, and then finally, I, I would guess with all the stuff in digital and social media, so much data available there to you, yeah. you need somebody that can make sense out of it. You know, I always say making data into information. And once you've made it into information, then you can make decisions with it. So, so that might be somebody, you know, a lot of people might take somebody from other parts of the business and, and have them help you with the data. Maybe it's somebody from IT or somebody yes. from finance. But another thought is, you know, there's, there's some people that, that do that for a business too, right? Mm-hmm. There are. I happen to be one of those. But <laughs> I think you might know I'm teaching this marketing planning class right now. And we talk about building your team and they're like, I can't hire anybody. I can't, I can't afford to do this. I'm like, well, you may be able to recruit people from other parts like you should go to your finance and accounting people and say okay like when you're building a persona or or a customer profile what does a good customer look like who are our good customers you know and they can give you information about sales and then maybe you go to your about sales for each customer. Then you go to your sales department and you say, hey, I'm building this customer persona and I need to understand what is, show, tell me what the different types of customers are that we have. And, and they can tell you sort of common characteristics or qualities. So we're going through that right now actually in my class. We're, we're going step-by-step step through the strategic marketing planning process. And it's all the things we just talked about. And But they do struggle with that. It's like, how do I get all this stuff done? This sounds great, but I can't afford to hire people and I can't do all this stuff. And that's fair, that's a reasonable response. So what what you just said is exactly what I've been telling them. Cool. Yeah. What, what, I, what I say to those people too, you know, because you hear that a lot that where they're saying, you know, like, I just, I can't bring somebody in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I hear that the same thing. And the only thing I always say to them is, is you got to go into this thing eyes wide open. So, mm-hmm. so, so just, it's incredibly important that your business first recognize the gap and, and you yeah. think about and understand how it's going to impact your business. Yeah. And then, and then, okay, well, there are agencies and freelancers, just as you mentioned, that, that can help you as needed. Yeah, and I think the trick, and one of the questions I just got today, which we're going to address in the future, is how do you decide what to outsource and what to keep in-house? And I think it really depends on where you are at this moment in time. What capabilities do you have in-house? You know, I I haven't been encouraging them to think ahead about building this team, asking people in the company. You know, I'm sure there are people in the company who would love to write a blog. You know, it's going to take a little extra time, or maybe they can do it on their work time, I don't know. But there are probably people who would want to write a blog. You might have somebody who does graphic design on the side. I mean, the kids that I saw when I was teaching at University of Illinois who were in my classes as like uh, they wanted to be account executives or um, say uh, creative directors they they knew how to design stuff you know they knew how to and you know remember I don't know if you remember this Ted remember when you could start an agency with a writer and a designer and all of a sudden you were an agent you were an agency because <laughs> you had those two skills that was all you needed you know but that's changed you're right now we need digital expertise we need somebody who can research and do analytics and I think that research function is is growing as well you know we're understanding the need to have uh, the best information we can get. Now, you're not always going to get, you know, complete statistical, you know, uh, representative of the population information, but you can do a focus group or you can research it on your own or you can read or you can talk to the financial people and get a picture from that perspective. So all of those are important. 
you, you know what I, I say sometimes about that? Like, so because people are saying, well, I'm marketing. Like, when you're talking to people to be in the marketing team, what, what, what I find is that, you know, sales and marketing work hand in hand. They should. And, and a lot of times what, what happens is I find that a marketing person is, is more comfortable with a blank piece of paper in creating a story. Yeah. And, and a salesman very good at taking that story and, and, and bringing it to life, hmm. you know. So, so they work hand in hand. But I think, I think that capability of taking that, that blank piece of paper and creating the story. Yeah. It's really difficult. It is for a lot of people. Yeah, that's a special skill. Um, you brought up something that uh, we didn't really have on the agenda, but I want to touch on it, is that sales and marketing alignment. And that is something I've written a lot about. I know it's the topic at different conferences and you know meetings and workshops. I'm writing an article right now for TED Magazine, which means it'll be out in December, about um, how everyone can participate in the marketing effort in some way, or even unknowingly maybe participates. But even down to like the warehouse guy who's packing and shipping off a box of whatever, you know, switches or boxes or whatever. I mean, if you get him on your side or her, they can stuff literature in there. I think they should have little, and this might be ridiculous, but you see it in other companies. You know, this package or this order was carefully packaged by, you know, John Smith or whatever. So he takes personal pride in what in what he's doing. And, and then again, if you, and if you put marketing literature in there and you start to get responses based on that marketing literature because you're going to track it and see what comes back, then that makes them feel like more a part of the marketing effort. So yeah, this this article I'm working on is all about how at some point everybody touches that customer and can be a part of marketing. So look for that in December in TED Magazine. So another topic that's pretty hot and I know a lot of my clients and the the students now in my class I'm teaching are uh, interested in marketing automation like HubSpot, Marketo, some of those companies. And I have to clarify here, and I had a conversation with a, an associate about this the other day. Marketing automation is a concept. It's not a piece of software. And the concept being figuring out what journey the customers go through and then delivering information in a sort of automated way to them so you're not reinventing the wheel every time. Is that something that you guys have looked into either as an organization or on behalf of your, your members? Yeah, I almost put that maybe in the category of like inbound marketing. Yes. You know, like that, that whole idea of helping them find the information that, that suits them versus you right. bombarding them with, with what you want them to hear. So Exactly. So, You'll see on, on our side of it, what we're, we're really fortunate to have is like a lot of expertise in different, in different categories. And so you see some more blogs coming out from, from our executives and we're writing on different topics that are timely. Mm -hmm. and, and it's to your exact point is, is we're putting it out there and having them find that information and that brings them back to our organization versus us just bombarding them with ads. Yeah, I can't remember where I was. I don't think it was at your meeting. Maybe it was, but I was talking about this and, and content marketing, which is tied in often with marketing automation. And, as, and it's just what you said, you put information out there and maybe they call you. And I said, you know what we used to call that? We used to call that PR. <laughs> that used to be PR, you know? So I guess content marketing is the new PR. I don't know. Um, but you're right, that's, that's more of what we're seeing. And I think the technology just enables that and streamlines it and makes it easier for us. People like you and me have been doing this for a while are really being challenged, I think, to learn these new strategies and platforms and technologies. What is your advice to somebody who says, you know, you know, I, I heard about this thing called marketing automation or content marketing. What, what should I do? How do I get started? Do you have any advice for them? Well, if you're an independent distributor and you're not in a marketing group, I'd say first get yourself in a marketing group. 
Um, I think AD is pretty good, but of course my business card says AD. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it is. It's but, a good organization. It, thanks. It, it, but but if you are in a marketing group, you know, start with your peers. Chances are they've tackled the same issue that you're facing. You know, also do your research. Um, read up on the topic. I love the quote by Mark Twain. Um, he, he he said, you know, one time, if you don't read good books, you have no advantage over the person who can't read. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, I'd say this, Katrina, you know, there's people like yourself who have a passion and expertise on the subject. I I would refer them to you as well. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I I, I don't know if I told you, probably at least a third to a half of the people currently in my marketing planning class are from AD. Wow. Did I tell you that? Isn't that cool? No, 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 no. That's really cool. Yeah, I intentionally planned to start with just 10 people because I really am asking them to to say, hey, what can I do to adapt this? What can I do to make it more valuable? So as I said, it's really kind of a beta test. But I was so thrilled to see several of your people come through and register. That was pretty neat. Oh, I wanted to add something, too. You said um, doing your research, reading up on topics. A lot of these companies, the Pardot, Marketo, HubSpot, Salesforce, you know, all these CRM systems and marketing automation systems, they have this down to a science. And there are a ton of free webinars, downloadable eBooks, and there's all kinds of great information out there. But because this is what they do and they're so good at it, once you download or attend anything, you're, you're going to keep getting, you know, emails and phone calls. So be forewarned. But uh, there's a lot of great information out there if you want to take the time and it's free and available, you know, to whoever doesn't mind getting all the follow up emails and phone calls, which is their job. That's what they do. So that makes sense. They're, they're good at it. I, I can tell you as a, I, I'm like you, I, I'm, I'm yeah. a sucker for those white papers. Oh, me, too. Know, and, me then, too. and then you get a lot of phone calls, but, but clear. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I'm hoping to do is learn through those, all those downloads and eBooks and webinars, and then share that back with people in the industry so they don't have to get all the emails and, and phone calls. I'm getting like a phone call two or three phone calls a day now, but but I'm willing to do that. So I'm hoping maybe in the future, I can offer some more um, training or courses on some of these specific topics that people want to know about. And we're actually doing that in the marketing planning class. Like the last half hour or so is we're going to talk about this tactic or tool, or we're going to talk about trends, or we're going to talk about, you know, whatever they want to know about, frankly. And I think we're going to talk about CRM and marketing automation as well. So do you have any final words of wisdom for Market Boldly listeners on uh, marketing for electrical distributors? or manufacturers that you share? Any words of encouragement, maybe? You know, a, a lot of times in marketing, you, you get in here and, and, and it's really like like it's, it's blocking and tackling <laughs> a lot of this. It, it's really, I, I say it all the time, you know, like it's a lot of it isn't glamorous stuff. It's, it's understanding your market. Mm-hmm. It's understanding your business objectives. It's having um, realizable goals that are measurable, that are embedded in your organization and that, that they're shared, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and and I can't tell you how many times that people have brilliant plans, but the but the goals aren't shared. So so yeah. for me, I, I'm more pragmatic in that approach. Yeah. Is, is a good, solid foundation, and, and it's teamwork. I always say marketing's a team sport, you know? It is. And, you know, it's, it's amazing how much you can get done if nobody cares who's getting the credit. So. Exactly, and then there's follow through and accountability, and I think that's where some of the best laid marketing plans fall down, is just lack of follow through and accountability, you know, to see if you met your goals. And, you know, if nobody's doing it to you, you need to do it to yourself and say, okay, I'm going to go back at the end of the year. I'm going to look at the metrics. I'm going to see if we reached our goals. So that's, 
that's a big part of it too. But it's a, I tell you what, I would not do anything else. As you can tell, I'm very enthusiastic. I love what I do. And I can tell you do too. Absolutely. Well, Ted, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to join me on Market Boldly. Hey, thank you, Katrina. My guest today was my new friend, Ted Simpson, Vice President of Marketing for the Electrical Division of AD or Affiliated Distributors, North America's largest marketing buying group for construction and industrial supplies. If you'd like to learn more about marketing planning and strategy or any of the topics we've discussed today, visit my website at katrinaolson.com. That's K-A-T-R-I-N-A-O-L-S-O-N.com. You can send me an email from the website or contact me via LinkedIn. You've been listening to Market Boldly, a podcast for members of the distribution channel who want to build their brand, stimulate sales, and drive profits. I'm your host, Katrina Olson. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll join us again. Find this and future episodes of Market Boldly on my website at katrinaolson.com or on iTunes or Google Play. Until next time, I encourage you to market boldly.